morning ladies and gentlemen i am dr mohua shikdar consulting diabetology in bardhaman and in kolkata today uh, we are going to discuss about a single small wonder pill which is a combination of uh, empagliflozin and linagliptin and it's used in the management of type 2 diabetes so for which we have none other than dr debmallo shannal who is a renowned endocrinologist of our country he is actually a consultant endocrinologist in arantagar hospital kolkata gd diabetes hospital kolkata he has multiple numbers of uh, publications on his account he is a good clinician big researcher and uh, he is a very very known face of all different uh, diabetes and endocrinology conferences of our country he doesn't need any introduction if we try to do that it will be uh, very very small than his actual experience actual knowledge and actual excellence than it actually is so without much more wasting time let's dive into today's topic debmaloda uh, we welcome you wholeheartedly in today's discussion please join thank us thank you and thank you for the kind introduction yeah uh, debmaloda we actually are dealing with type 2 diabetes and we know that uh, especially i deal with only diabetes patients and i get to see uh, diabetes uh, patients in a vast majority of population right from the onset of diabetes uh, diabetes with uh, risk factors diabetes without complications diabetes with complications and also diabetes with end stage illnesses so in this vast majority of diabetic population uh, what do you think where this wonder pill of uh, single dose of empagliflozin fixed dose combination is actually fit for well uh, a very important and pertinent questions and as you have said you know that the vast experience which you have had you must also have realized that this uh, molecule actually has its presence or indication right from the beginning yes. till the almost till the end of the uh, diabetes journey because if you see with regards to most of the recommendations now most people are uh, recommending combination therapy because there are multiple pathophysiological defects in diabetes so you need to address most of them and yes. secondly with one agent the failure rate after uh, long term it will be much higher so durability of therapy any therapy monotherapy is very short lived so we have to have agents multiple agents to address the glycemic control second is we nowadays are not only focusing on glucose control but also on organ protection like kidney heart and now even also liver and nerves and eyes so most important with regards to cause of death in diabetes is kidneys yes that is renal failure and also cardiovascular disease and if we look at uh, these molecules they are not only safe in terms of cardiovascular and renal outcomes but if you look at empagliflozin they improve it improves uh, the renal outcomes it improves or decreases the chance of kidney failure in the long term albuminuria not only that it decreases the chance of heart failure and also improves mortality and in patients also with cardiovascular disease it prevents cardiovascular disease as well so 
we have a host of benefit not only apart from its glucose reduction it has an important feature with regards to weight reduction it doesn't cause hypoglycemia and on top of that it has cardiovascular benefit and renal benefit as well and the combination of dpp4 inhibitor and and empagliflozin have additional glucose lowering capacity which is more than 1.5% around 1.5% which most of the oral antidiabetic agents will not able to achieve that's why we require combination therapy moreover one uh, empagliflozin has more of its effects on fasting with uh, dpp4 on pp and there is less chances of any fungal infection with this combination Furthermore, the risk of uh, rare complication of diabetic ketoacidosis is also much less with this combination. So we can use it right through from the beginning till the end, but more so in patients with the, any cardiorenal problems, including cardiovascular disease, chronic kidney disease, heart failure. These agents are mandatorily recommended, right. especially for protection of heart and kidney. Right, Devmalada. Uh, that is why very well uh, you uh, described about diabetes because diabetes, when it comes to a person's life, it is it doesn't come alone. It always brings uh, together all other uh, comorbidities such as high blood pressure, high body weight and other comorbidities associated with this. And uh, we know uh, that uh, prevalence of cardiovascular disease is quite high in type 2 diabetic patients. In each, every three diabetic person, at least one will have any type of uh, cardiovascular disease. And uh, from a survey from our uh, country, that is a um, OPD survey, which is called iCare survey, which was done in 2018 uh, across more than 300 diabetes OPD of our country. Uh, here, actually, Dr. Kalra, Dr. Ekedas, those who were involved in this survey, where they found that nearly 59% of patients with type 2 diabetes in Indian OPD setting have high chronic kidney disease risk. So cardiovascular risk is also high and chronic kidney disease risk is also very, very high. So uh, with this, uh, we know that there are a vast majority of emerging evidence of uh, cardiorenal metabolic risk reduction modification. And with all experiences and evidence and the uh, pleiotropic benefit of this single wonder pill of um, empagliflozin and linagliptin, and how do you uh, bring together all these uh, evidence with lower risk of genital tract infection and with the help of this wonder molecule, wonder pill? So with regards to if you see, we have to get our control uh, very early, as has been seen, you know, in the UK PDS and also recent studies showing even the first year of control getting to target age one c less than seven is very important to prevent the cardiovascular risk and cardiovascular yes. mortality. So that is very important to get it to target within the first year itself and persistently maintain the target. And so this combination will be very useful in terms of lowering glucose, weight, without any additional risk of hypoglycemia and having a cardiorenal benefit. So it, we should try to achieve good control and as tight control as possible early on to prevent cardiorenal benefits. And also if we can achieve long-term control, we can prevent the cardiorenal outcomes. And if patients come to us with established cardiovascular disease or established uh, renal impairment above CKD4, 
then we should definitely be it is recommended to use this combination or this group of medications to prevent further progression of cardiovascular disease heart failure cardiovascular mortality as well as renal failure renal transplant and death so very important especially with empagliflozin there is a very strong evidence with regards to reduction of the hardest endpoints that is total mortality and cardiovascular death apart from reduction in renal outcomes dialysis renal transplant and renal death yes right uh, in this context i just want to mention about empa kidney trial uh, we know that empa kidney trial is the largest sglt2 inhibitors trial in chronic kidney disease patients still death and it includes a broad spectrum of adults with ckd including people with mildly to severely reduced egfr with normal and increased level of albumin and more importantly with diabetes and without diabetes patients and uh, we know that uh, this uh, trial independent data monitoring committee will be uh, recommending that the trial will be stopped early due to the evidence of uh, the trial treatment is uh, more effective than the placebo so uh, but uh, details we will get to know in the later half of this year so how, do you think devmaluda that uh, after empa kidney trial the usage of empagliflozin uh, will be more or rather usage of empagliflozin where already rilagliptin has uh, got his score in uh, kidney uh, zone so with this empa kidney trial uh, will this combination will be much more uh, effective do you feel that yes obviously you know because we already know that uh, linagliptin is safe with regards to renal impairment as well as in ckd uh, even in patients with dialysis and we have also shown in patients with uh, transplant as well and now with the early results out of the empa kidney trial which has shown significant benefits across different population subsets if early diabetes with ckd and even with late ckd both non diabetes and non diabetic subjects so the use of this combination will be more effective and more it will be it will increase significantly very important to point out that with regards to dpp4 inhibitors we need to adjust the dose of medications uh, with regards to gfr which is not required with linagliptin yes. and empagliflozin as we have seen can be used right up to at the stage of uh, if it is initiated before a gfr of 30 it can be used right up to the stage of dialysis, dialysis stage yes. or ckd yes. so this combination can be reused without any dose modification right up to the stage of dialysis right which brings us to the uh, my last question of the day uh, see for any uh, the success of any drug depends on the tolerability so uh, what is your thought on this tolerability of and compliance of the particular molecule see uh, since it is a single pill and uh, what is your thought on this uh, tolerability and compliance of this molecule for the long term management of type 2 diabetes so you know as we are all aware that diabetes and any chronic disease require compliance and the compliance as we are all aware decreases the adherence decreases with number of pills increasing number of pills so if we have a single combination where the dose modification is generally not required then this is very convenient and you know the adherence to therapy will significantly improve and that also translates into better outcomes better control as well and uh, with regards to tolerability as we are all aware as we have discussed that almost um, 
other than uh, past history of pancreatitis, there is no contraindication of linagliptin. And similarly, uh, with regards to empagliflozin, they are well tolerated. Only the small minor side effect generally, which is rarely seen, which is sometimes seen is the geni genital urinary infection, especially the genital infection. Other than that, and that too, the risk is decreased if this combination is used. And, yes. you know, previously it was thought of acute kidney injury. Now it has been suggested that actually it is better in terms of acute kidney injury, which is lower than placebo. So it's protective against acute kidney injury as well. So there is almost minimum side effects with linagliptin and also mainly a little increased risk of genital infection. Other than that, there is no significant side effect. So this molecule can be used if it is used appropriately. And if, the, if we select patients uh, appropriately and use judiciously, and also if you remember the GFR cutoff as well. As of yes. now, we can use it. We can start this medication, any empagliflozin or uh, any most of the flozins, if the GFR is more than 30. And especially with empagliflozin, we can continue right up to the, and most of the flozins, which have renal uh, studies as well, right up to the stage of dialysis as per recommendations of KDGO and American Association of Nephrology. So if we use it judiciously, this can hugely uh, benefit a lot of our patients. Yes, very well said, sir. Actually, if for any molecule, we have to choose the correct uh, uh, correct population. So uh, thank you, Devmaloda. Thank you for your uh, kind presence in this discussion with your vast knowledge. Thank you so much. Thank and you. thank, thank you, you. Uh, Lupin full team for uh, giving us this opportunity to uh, know and experience uh, the knowledge of uh, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.